0: You know, I've heard that wisdom is often regarded as a result of knowledge and experience, which is a mix of discernment and insight thrown in, but it goes beyond the accumulation of facts or experiences. Because wisdom involves the ability to navigate life's complexities with clarity and understanding. It's about tapping into the deeper insights that we pick up along the way as we journey through life, and learning how to apply them in ways that benefit not just ourselves, but others as well. And at its core, wisdom is a profound understanding of the human condition, of our strengths, weaknesses, aspirations, and of our vulnerabilities. It's about recognizing the interconnectedness of everyone and everything and acknowledging the shared human experience that goes beyond cultural social or geographical boundaries and one of the hallmarks of wisdom is the ability to see things from multiple perspectives and this ability allows us to transcend narrow-minded thinking and to embrace the richness diverse viewpoints and experiences, and when we open ourselves up to alternative ways of thinking and being, then we expand our intellectual and emotional horizons as well, fostering empathy and understanding and compassion. And by embracing diverse perspectives, we gain a deeper appreciation for the complexities of life and of the complicated nature of the world around us. And we recognize that there are often multiple layers of truth and that reality is shaped by a number of factors including cultural norms, personal biases, and individual experiences. And this awareness fosters humility and a sense of curiosity and encourages us to approach life with an open mind and a willingness to learn from others. Moreover, viewing things from different perspectives enables us to navigate conflict and challenges with greater flexibility and resilience, and it allows us to step outside of our own preconceived notions and biases, and it allows constructive dialogue and creative problem solving. And in doing this, we cultivate a deeper sense of interconnectedness and of mutual respect paving the way for greater harmony and understanding in our relationships as well as in our communities. And that brings us to the inspiration for today's episode. Welcome back for another episode of Second Week Wisdom. Last week, I told you guys about my sister sending me an article that listed several inspirational quotes that she thought could possibly serve as starting points or inspiration for future episodes. Well, one of them was a very easy one, so I picked it. And it's a quote from the late Wayne Dyer, who was a popular self-help author and a motivational speaker and who was known for his teachings on personal development and spirituality. And you've probably heard or seen this particular quote before. Change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. Now that bears repeating. Change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. He emphasized the importance of shifting our perspective in order to create positive changes in our lives. You see, he believed that by changing the way we perceive our circumstances that we can transform our experiences and cultivate a more fulfilling life. Now, I just want to take a moment and look at how this idea aligns with just a couple of biblical references. In the New Testament, we can find verses that encourage us to renew our minds and to focus on what is good and true and to set our sights on things above. For example, take Romans 12, verse 2. We're reminded not to conform to the patterns of this world, but to be transformed by the renewal about Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, where we're encouraged to set our minds on things above, not on earthly things. This verse reminds us of the importance of shifting our focus from the temporary, worldly concerns to more eternal truths. And there are also several fables and stories that have been passed out which conveys similar messages about having the ability to change our perspective one of the most famous is the story of the blind men and the elephant. This is a classic fable that originated in India, and it's been retold time and again in various cultures in one form or another. Now, this fable teaches valuable lessons about perspective, understanding, and the limitations of individual experiences. And I'm going to read slash paraphrase it for you now. So hang in there. Once upon a time, village in India there lived six blind men who had heard many stories about elephants but had never encountered one for themselves well one day a traveling merchant brought an elephant to the village and the blind men were eager to experience it firsthand and the villagers led the blind men to the elephant allowing each of them to touch a different part of the massive animal well the first blind man reached out and touched the elephant's side Ah, he exclaimed. An elephant is like a wall, sturdy and immovable. The second man reached out and felt the elephant's tusk. No, you're mistaken. An elephant is like a spear, sharp and pointed. Now the third man touched the elephant's trunk and disagreed with both of them. You're both wrong. An elephant's like a snake, long and flexible. And the fourth blind man the elephant's leg and he declared none of you understand it an elephant's like a tree trunk strong and sturdy and the fifth man touched the elephant's ear and he exclaimed you're all mistaken an elephant's like a fan wide and flat and finally the sixth blind man feeling the elephant's tail chimed in no you're all wrong an elephant's like a rope thin and flexible as the blind men argued each convinced that their own perception was correct, a wise man passing by stopped to listen, and sensing their confusion, he gently intervened and explained, you're all partially correct. Each of you has touched a different part of the elephant, and therefore your perceptions are limited to that particular experience. The elephant is so much more than any single part that you have touched. And only by combining your experiences and perceptions can you begin to understand the true nature of the elephant. Realizing the wisdom of the wise man's words, the blind men listened attentively and began to describe their experiences to one another. And through their collective insights, they gained a deeper understanding of the elephant, appreciating its complexity and the diversity of its form. The moral of the story is that perception can be subjective and limited, and true understanding often requires considering different viewpoints and experiences. It teaches the importance of humility, open-mindedness, and of the willingness to see things from various angles. You know, it's important to remember, whether it's through wisdom gained from our life experiences from lessons that we find in scripture, self-help books, or through fables like the one that I just read to you. The message remains clear. By embracing diverse perspectives, we become more able to experience the world as it was meant to be experienced and to appreciate everyone and everything that makes up the richness and diversity of the world around us. And this year, at this time in history, I think we all need to try to be a little more patient patient with ourselves, and especially more patient with each other. And we need to try to see the world through someone else's eyes from time to time. Because when it comes to truth, polar opposite opinions are always going to collide. But if we can learn to dig deep enough, we'll begin to see that both sides dug into their version of the truth are overlooking the various shades of truth that exist somewhere between them, because the actual truth under circumstances of anger, demonization, and mistrust can be elusive because it refuses to be confined to the far extremes. Truth and understanding is a fabric woven from different perspectives, and the only way that we can find it is by a healthy exchange of viewpoints. like a dance a dance of cooperation and understanding and this dance can lead to the discovery of a path that leads us away from a stubborn adherence to our own perspective toward being able to if not embrace the perspective of someone else to at least be able to appreciate it and that hopefully draws them to do the same for us and through this process we can become more empathetic and open-minded. And we can begin to see the hidden facets of reality, which allows us to have a better grasp of the world and of our place in it. And hopefully, to find a way that we can all be just a little better off because of it. Now, I'll be honest with you. This has been one of the hardest lessons that I've had to deal with throughout my entire life because I've always been stubborn. And when I get an idea in my head, it tends to take root and grow. And pretty soon, everything else is stuck in its shade. It's like my backyard. We have this big oak tree that shades the yard most of the day. And the sunlight doesn't get through to the ground. And as a consequence, the grass doesn't want to grow back there. So it's always muddy and it's always gross, especially after it rains. Well, sometimes my attitude about what's going on around me can resemble my backyard. Now don't get me wrong, because I've gotten better. You see, as I get older, my thoughts aren't so cut and dried, and I've started to learn how to view things through a different light. And I've taught myself how to step out of the shade of my own biases and notions, at least sometimes to be able to recognize that things aren't always so simple, even though I really wish they were. And I'm really just trying to live out the old saying, don't judge someone else until you've walked a mile in their shoes. And I think that maybe this is the beginning of wisdom and that as we get older, if we allow ourselves the room We can take all of the experiences that life throws at us and begin to see it all. And when I say to see it all, and I I struggle to find the words, but what I mean is to be able to see the good, the bad, the beauty, and the ugliness in all of it. Because anything can be all of these things, depending on what side of the stick you're on. Sometimes you're swinging it. Sometimes you're the piñata. Does that make sense? I think it does. Maybe. At least in my head it does. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to today's episode. And hopefully, I've just given you something to think about as you move through the week. Especially as you interact with other people. And I just want to wrap up this week by asking you guys once again to reach out to me either through our Facebook group Second Wind Wisdom Podcast or by email and that email address is secondwindpodcast.reply at gmail.com and Second Wind Podcast is one word, no spaces. And I'd like for you to do two things for me. First off, I'd like for you to send me some ideas for episodes as well as letting me know what you like and what you don't like about what I'm doing. And in second, I'd like for you to send any shout-outs that you'd like for me to make on the podcast for for local businesses or professionals that you feel like are doing a good service for the community and deserve a shout-out. And I'll mention them in future episodes. And guys, I appreciate you listening to Second Wind Wisdom. And I I ask you if you haven't followed the podcast to go ahead and do so so you'll be notified whenever new episodes come out. And likewise, if you come across anyone who might want to give it a listen, send them the link. I'd appreciate it. And I'll talk to you next week. And until then, stay well.